The act of changing one's mind. I want to touch on that just briefly. In the early hours of this beautiful Monday morning, before we tackle this brand new day. Remember, yesterday gone into all eternity. Nothing you say or do can change anything that you've done yesterday or Saturday or Friday or the whole of last week. Tomorrow, you have no stake in, but right here, right now, you can make a decision. And God has laid a a very well-known story on my heart to share with you from the Gospel of Luke. There are four Gospels, easy to remember, MMLK, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the four Gospels. You want to get to know the Lord Jesus Christ. You want to get to know the God of Israel. Then, my brother, my sister, you should study the scriptures from Genesis to the maps. But if you really want to find out who this Jesus is that we so often speak about on this radio station, go to the Gospels, especially the Gospel of John. But I'd advise you, start at Matthew, then follows Mark, then follows Luke, and then, of course, John. The well-known story that I want to touch on This morning, keeping in mind the act of changing one's mind. I'll put it in a nutshell for you in a moment. Stay, stay tuned. Stay, stay with me. So that very well-known story, if you go to the, the uh, chapter of uh, 15, chapter 15 in Luke chapter 15, you'll find three stories there before we get to the one that I want to share. It says in my Bible, the murmuring. And so drawing near to Jesus was the sinners, the, the publicans, the Sadducees, the scribes, and they murmured because Jesus received sinners and eats with them. Jesus received sinners. Jesus says, I did not come for those who are healed, but I came for those who needs to be saved. Jesus receiving sinners. And so there's a lot of murmuring. Uh, kom, ja, mm, moaning in the achtergrond, nee, van die kerk van Jezus' tijd. Then you'll find the story about the lost sheep. He spoke a parable to them about the lost sheep. I'm not going to share that with you. In verse 8 of chapter 15, you find another story of the lost coin. Vusi Liu and myself had a very interesting discussion last week, and he said something very profound. He said, wasn't it interesting that the coin was lost in the house? The coin was lost in the house. You can go and read that story once again. And we had a whole discussion about the coin lost in the house. But then we come to that very well-known story of uh, verse 11, the prodigal son. Oh, yes, you say, I know this story. But I want to share it with you because of what I started with this morning, the act of changing one's mind. And verse 11 says, And he said, that's Jesus speaking, a certain man had two sons. And the younger one of them said to his father, Give me the portion of goods that falls to me. I was typical of the Roman law of that time. Typical. And so the son was leaning on his father, knowing full-heartedly, that there was a law protecting him. And so what did the father do? He divided unto them his living. He divided unto them his living. 
a certain amount that was guaranteed by law to each of them. And so the younger one took his inheritance and he left. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together. You see, that's the thing about inheritance. Erfgeld is swerfgeld. Stuff that he not really earned, but had been freely given to him because of his relationship with his father. Don't miss on the parallels to that. Do you have a relationship with your father? And so his journey took him into a far country. And the son fell while yet in the father's house. He, he, he fell at the moment that he desired the father's goods without the father's company. You see, the father wasn't there to give him advice on how to, to use in, its, in his inheritance. And so he ends up with the swine. Backsliding begins in the heart. Watch out this day for backsliding. It begins in the heart. And very soon he finds himself at the feet of the swine. You see, my brother, my sister, you listening to this radio broadcast, you need to be wary this day because sin will take you further than you want to go. It's going to cost you more than you can afford to pay. The Bible says, and there he wasted his substance with riotous living. That's a character of the world. Just look at the world around us. I want it, and I want it now. Doesn't matter about the debt that I'm accumulating. I want it, and I want it now. You need to know that the Joneses immigrated. No use you spending your inheritance. No use you spending God's grace on stuff that you don't need to impress people that you don't know with money that you don't have. And when he spend it all, says verse 13, you see, Satan does not replenish. He only uses and abuses. The Bible says when he had spent it all, there arose a mighty famine in the land. You see, ultimately a famine will come to the wayward believer. And the Bible says, and he began to be in want. Isn't it interesting that if you read the Bible, it's for the first time in this young man's life that he experienced hardship, that he experienced the want. He always had plenty in his father's house. But now, the want, and it will only increase. When you stray away from God, it will only increase. The Bible says in verse 15, And he went and joined himself to a a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed the swine. A most degrading occupation, especially when you're Jewish. A, a, A Jew couldn't possibly even imagine something like that. And yet, here he is, feeding the swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. It means he was hungry, but nobody offered him some of the food, and he was to eat with the pigs in the field. And no man gave unto him. And then here it comes, the act of changing one's mind. 
want to ask you, where do you find yourself this morning? Drowning in debt? Drowning in hardship? Do you know 26% of people are unemployed in this country? Do you know that we struggle in this country because we have strayed from God? We have said, well, we've got God's word. We've got social media. We've got everything. Give my inheritance. I want to go do it on my own. And yet we struggle. We in want this morning. And then he came to himself, says verse 17. Luke chapter 15 and verse 17. You know what that means? It means he fully admitted to what he was and where he was. Admit to yourself who you are and where you find yourself this morning. And so the story continues. He said to himself, how many hired servants of my father have bread enough to eat and to spare, and I'm perishing with hunger. Verse 18, I will arise and go to my father. My brother, my sister, it starts in the heart this morning. Repentance starts with a thought. The act of changing one's mind. You see, true biblical repentance go beyond regret. Regret is when I'm feeling sorry for myself. Remorse is when I feel sorry for others. But true repentance is when you feel sorry towards God, when you really and truly repented towards the Lord. It's feelings for what you have done against God. To and against God, because you've broken His laws, because you, you refuse His love. You, you, God's anger is provoked against you. God's judgment we deserve. And we need His mercy. It's the sorrow of this knowledge that leads us to repentance. Ons is so geneig om net so in die algemeen te sê, Heere, vergewe my vir my sonde. Maar ons gee nie die goed naam nie. Ons gee nie die goed naam nie en ons bid maar net om ons so in die algemeen. You see, repentance always involves a particular sin, not just general sin. It starts in your thoughts, then in your words. For you, the young man, the act of changing his mind, he came to himself. And dan begin hy hardop met homself praat. Misschien moet ek en jy hardop met homself praat. Kijk hoe lyk ons land. Kijk hoe lyk Afrika. Kijk hoe lyk die wereld. And then, deeds. Once you've spoken out loud these words, deeds. What do I mean? The Bible says in verse 20, And he arose and came to his father. Anyone can do that this morning. Anyone can decide to raise up and say, No more. No more of the world, no more hardship, no more struggling. This morning I will arise, this, the 17th of October, I will repent for the sins in my life. There's a, there's a beautiful scripture, oh man, I camp on it sometimes. Can I share it with you? 1 John 1 and verse 9, if we confess our sins, you see, the acts of sin, whatever they might be. If we confess our sins, the Bible says He is faithful 
and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If you look at the Old Testament, repentance, a wholehearted turning to God. When the prophets came to Israel, a reoccurring theme. And, and, and how did they do it? Through rituals of fasting, wearing sackcloth, sitting in ashes, wailing, lament. Sorrow for our sins. And even in the New Testament, you find it. This is so interesting. I get for the other one. You know, I say for us, us must the evangelie gaan verkondig. What was I eerste woorde? Wat I uitgesprek het? Toe I in hierdie wereld gekom het? Toe I begin preek het? Wat was die eerste woorde? Wat Jesus begin uitsprek het? Weet jy wat hy gesê het? Hy het gesê, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. En dis wat die Heere gaan preek het, dat ons ons moet bekeer, dat ons moet wegdraai van ons wee, een metanoia, een heeltemal een omdraai. Matthies 3 vers 2, bekeer jou, want die koninkryk van God is hier, Matthew 14, 7, het jy geweer die woord repentance, kom 47 keer, in die bybel voor, dan hang natuurlijk af wat die verklaring jy lees, maar in die King James, kree om iets so 47 keer, repentance, and so true repentance, this morning, and I know, maybe you can testify, misschien kan jy getuig daarvan, that your minister, your pastor was preaching on repentance yesterday. And maybe God is just affirming that word this morning. A sense of awareness of one's own guilt, one's own soulful, sinfulness. Not to blame others. Nee, dis nie dis die vrou. Nee, dis nie vrou die dis die slang. We'd like to play the blame game. But how about taking ownership of our own wrongdoings? And then to take hold of God's mercy in Jesus Christ. To stand before the Lord this morning and say, Have mercy on me, O Lord, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Die tijd het vir my ingehaal. En ek wil graag saam met jou bid. Jy kan die studie verder gaan doen en go and study God's word, type in the word repentance and Search everything you can find around it. Not for others, but for yourselves to turn to the Lord. Because we need to turn back to the Lord Jesus Christ with repentant hearts. And cry out, have mercy on us, O Lord, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out our transgressions. You see, true repentance is a change of attitude. And action. These deeds that goes. The Bible says, prove your repentance. Prove it. A hatred of sin. A turning away from the things that God hates and a loving the things of, that God loves. True repentance, my brother. A radical, a persistent pursuit of holy living. As you may leave it, so you do what the word says, say, 
walking with God in obedience to His command. I say obedience is better than sacrifice. The focus of our Lord and Savior Jesus was to call sinners to repentance and is doing it on this Monday morning, the 17th of October as well. Everything around us is Halloween. Just check the social media. Stay away from it. Steer clear. Stay away from these, these pagan traditions. Jesus says, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. He calls for an absolute surrender for all people. Unless you repent, you will too perish. Luke 13, 5. And in his farewell to the disciples, Jesus commanded them to take his message of repentance and faith to all the nations. Are you willing to stand before this God this morning and say, Here I am, Lord, ready to lay down my life, to repent, to ask forgiveness, Father, restore me, renew me. See that it's not just a worldly regret and a worldly remorse, but true, true repentance. I come to you through the blood of your Son, Jesus the Christ, and I ask that you would restore me. Amen and Amen. Got a beautiful song on the turntable for you. It's called The Song of Repentance. New Wine Worship, they call themselves. Trust that you will be blessed by it. Far from your ways.